Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Coaching Radio. We are broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas, and I want to do a couple shout-outs. First of all, to all of our great coaching clients. We're seeing all your reports from your coaches. It's so incredibly exciting for us to hear about your success. Um, I really appreciate the fact, even though some of you will resist when you start with us as coaching clients following our system, but those of you who get it, those of you who are having the most success, clearly have embraced the system that we have created over the past couple of decades um, at the highest level. So I strongly encourage you, coaching clients and otherwise, to follow a proven path. Remember the old Chinese proverb? I think it's a Chinese proverb. I keep on saying that. Maybe I should actually <laughs> Google it. <laughs> the old saying that a smart man learns from his mistakes, a brilliant man learns from the mistakes of others. So do yourself a favor and stop trying to patchwork quilt together your business and have and follow a proven path to your success. Remember, guys, anytime we can ever do anything for you, please request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And I'd also like to thank all of you, not just our coaching clients, for continuing to make this the number one listen to real estate radio show out there. We have a steady stream of 100,000 regular listeners, um, you know, over a million listens, and the whole thing's very exciting for us because, frankly, it is very encouraging that so many of you are seeing this business for what it is. It's an entrepreneurial opportunity, uh, and when treated correctly, it can literally make you rich. And I, I'm glad and I'm thrilled to see so many of you who are starting to really embrace the fact that this truly is the opportunity you've been waiting for. The old saying of, you know, if I just was in the right place at the right time, I would have, you know, this, right, have experienced that. Well, the reality of it is, is you are in the right place at the right time. You're in this industry at probably the personally, I think, it's going to be the best, you know, 10 or 15 years. And, you know, go back and listen to past radio shows to understand why. Listen to the interviews we have did with, uh, have done with the industry experts. Listen to the economists that we've interviewed. Listen to what other top producing agents across the country are doing. And then you'll realize that we do have a perfect storm for an incredible run for all of you for, like I said, 10 years, maybe a little bit longer. You know, if you want me to hit the high points, I will. The generation of the, you know, what is it, um, millennials, they're obviously family formation, they're buying, they're going to, you know, start buying homes at levels that their parents, the baby boomers actually, there's more millennials than there are baby boomers is what I'm trying to say. And if you look at a graph of how many there are in their ages and everything, Julie Harris making a lot of extra noise, it, it basically balloons out. In other words, there's going to be more and more and more and more people buying that are millennials, not fewer. At the same time, their parents are downsizing. So all these things are coming together, creating an incredible environment for you. There's no reason to believe that interest rates will be dropping. I'm sorry, being increased. So all the little problems that you guys were anticipating in your industries, it's, it's not going to happen. So you guys are doing fantastic right now. Julie, why don't you just go switch your phone and call back in, okay? Uh, I'm all set. I'm now unplugged with the headset. Okay, got it. All right, so we're guys, good. moving Moving forward, we're gonna. We've been hearing the feedback from some of you that you guys are, you know, getting a little burned out on real estate, and I get it. And some of you are experiencing a little bit of burnout. Some of you guys have the mindset right now 
oh my gosh, what's actually happening? I need, you know, I need to take a breather. I just, I've lost my passion. You've fallen out of love with real estate. And, and we're going to go through a, a system that we share with our coaching clients to find your passion again or basically feel motivated again to get back into action. So what I want you to do is I want you to reconnect with the person that you were originally when you got into real estate. Reconnect with the person that you were that really put you in a position uh, to want to take the venture down the real estate road. And you remember how that person was bright-eyed and optimistic? Yeah, granted, a lot of their bright-eyed, a lot of the ways you were optimistic, maybe it was out of ignorance. But ignorance was bliss because all you saw were opportunities. And then as soon as you got in the business, people said you need this and you need that and you need to have this website and you need to be buying your leads from that. And then all of a sudden the real estate industry just feels like nothing more than, you know, walking through a bazaar in like some sort of third world country where everywhere you turn someone has their hand out trying to sell you something you don't want. I know that's what a lot of you are experiencing in this industry and so you become very confused. Truthfully, I think it's more difficult, especially for all the new agents out there, if you just got your real estate license in the last year, it is way harder for you to know what path to follow than it was when Julie and I got into the industry. Because when we got into the industry, there was no Internet. <laughs> when we got into yeah. the industry, there were no you know, 14 bazillion companies trying to sell you leads. When we got into the industry, you know, there weren't that many paths to follow, so we had to create our own. Uh, Julie, why don't you actually switch phones and then put your headset back in, okay? All right, I'll talk to you in a second. You have the uh, the notes there. Yeah, I got it. All right, so what we're going to be focusing on, the topic of today's show, is so you've fallen out of love with real estate, how to find your passion again. So if you're in that position, you're probably saying things like, I hate real estate, or real estate is trying to kill me. I had that actually in an email from one of you that actually was saying, Tim, please help us reconnect with why we got in this business. That was the genesis of the idea for this show. Or you're saying something along the lines of, you know, it just seems like I put in so much time and I'm not getting any results. In other words, you're feeling like you're putting in hours and hours of effort, and a lot of you are, and you're not seeing the results. And that is the result, or, you know, a lot of that time those emotions come from uh, focusing too much time on buyers, by the way. So a lot of you guys are experiencing those frustrations. It comes from the fact that you've yet to embrace the fact that, you know, the richest of the rich agents are listing agents, and that's where you need to be as well. So, you know, moving the conversation, pivoting slightly just so you can kind of embrace the overall concept here is that um, the reality of it is is that working with sellers is mental work. Working with buyers is physical work. You guys should remember that. Working with sellers is about learning scripts. Working with sellers is about having a business approach. Working with sellers is about using a pre-listing pack, using your listing presentation. Working with sellers is an honest-to-God, organized, systematic approach, numbers-focused. You know, you have to be an entrepreneur. You have to have that discipline. You have to know what, you know, all those things. Whereas working with buyers, guys, you're trading your time and your effort you're going out there on the weekends and the nights and you're doing all these laborious things, whereas working with, obviously working with sellers is more of a disciplined business approach. So if you're finding yourself being burned out on real estate, there's an excellent chance that the reason you're feeling that way is because you're spending too much time on buyers. And this is also another good time for me to interject what our mindset is about buyers. Every top producing agent, and I don't care how many listings you have, how many millions you're making from selling homes, being a listing agent, you should always have two or three uh, buyers that you're personally working with. Julie, are you back on? I am. Okay, good. So why is it important that they have two or three buyers that they're working with? Well, I think one of the most important reasons is because it keeps you out in the marketplace. You're showing property. You're seeing what people like. You're seeing pricing. It improves your pricing tremendously. It keeps you frosty. And 
in addition to that. I look at it as the mortar between the bricks of your listings, right? So if you're trying to build a strong foundation of your business, you can't, I mean, what if all of your listings sell this week? And that has happened to some of you guys when things move very quickly. You become listless, then you're taken after your deals. If you get buyers who are keeping you frosty, you're always going to have money coming in regardless of what's happening with your listings. So even our most grizzled veterans that are on track to do two, 300 transactions this year, they still are coached to be working with one, two, maybe three really active, great quality, you know, super either approved or cash, ready to rumble buyers because it keeps them out there. And think about how much more powerful you are in a listing presentation when you say, yes, as a matter of fact, last weekend I saw all of the homes that are going to be competing with yours. Let me tell you about those. And by the way, anyone else you were talking to, did they talk about previewing all of your competition? Ah, interesting. I didn't think so. So I think there's lots of reasons. It keeps you very active, gets your pricing going, and it keeps money in your pocket. So, Julie, feeling the burnout that sometimes happens. The real estate's trying to kill me. It's not the. <laughs> right. I hate real estate. It's you know, it's a thankless job. All those types of thoughts. It's normal to have those thoughts. You know, there's nothing wrong with you. Everyone feels that from time to time. Uh, and the myth is that you have to love, love, love the business and, uh, to be good at it, or to make great income from it. And I'll even further that myth that it's a myth that you have to have passion for real estate mm-hmm. to be successful at it. Don't fall into the passion trap. Don't believe that your excuse for not being successful is because you don't feel passion. Okay? These are all things we've heard on coaching calls, by the way. Of course. And the coaches come to their call with me about, you know, I've got this client and they just, they've fallen out of love with real estate and they think that they've got to have that passion back. So that's why we're addressing that on today's radio show is because this is something that we hear quite frequently from you guys, especially when the market is very intense and you're cranking your deals. You don't have to have passion for real estate, guys. You don't. All of you, without any effort, can have passion for helping people. That should come uh, organically for all of you, unless you're a sociopath. You know, the reality of it is, is just by helping somebody, opening the door for somebody, just helping somebody, that gives you and makes you, it fills your heart. It makes you feel like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, right, in terms of helping other people. So it's okay. I mean, my gosh, who the heck is going to have passion for the new Dodd-Frank, you know, banking (laughs) rules? Who's going to have passion for home inspections? Who's going to have passion for knowing the 14 types of beetles that can eat the foundation of a house? Okay, weird people, that's who. Yeah, you should worry about those people. (laughs) That's right. So if you're one of those people, no, we do not want you as a coaching client. go away. Exactly. So the takeaway is it's okay not to have passion for the activity. Have passion for what comes as a result. That's a hell of a lot easier, isn't it? The result is helping people, but the result is also helping yourself, helping your family. The result is making money. The result is being able to make contributions and make donations uh, whenever you feel like it. So you don't have to have passion for the activity of selling real estate. And if you don't feel that way, if you don't have the passion that you think you're supposed to have, let that go. Because that in itself can oftentimes be the very thing that's preventing you from being successful. Oh, so-and-so, they have such passion for selling real estate, and they always talk about their passion for selling real estate, and I don't feel that way, and that must be why they're successful, and I'm not, okay? That might be a contributing factor, but the reality of it is, is what makes the difference are the actions that you take. It's doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level, not that you're bouncing off the walls like you're, you know, some kind of crazy person just having passion for, you know, some kind of just obscure real estate tidbit. So, again, guys, don't worry about your lack of passion for the activity. Focus on your how you'll feel passionate about what comes as a result. 
So, Julie, we're, we wrote down 10 points. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that you know, we're trying to re-engage these guys, help them move beyond their temporary feelings of maybe burnout, and actually start to you know, embrace the fact that this is such an incredible opportunity the real estate industry is. In our opinion, it's probably better than starting virtually any other kind of business that you could possibly think of. You know, a tech company, a real estate company, or I'm sorry, a restaurant, any of these other things, way more risk, way more time to be profitable. We were looking, our friends own a Chick-fil-A, and um, they were, we were discussing with them what the, how the money actually worked, how much money it started, cost to start, all the time they have to put in, all the effort and all the whatever. And they have a, an extremely, as most of them are, successful Chick-fil-A. And from their Chick-fil-A guys, that is a multi, multi, multi-million dollar a year business in a very expensive location with droves of overhead, droves of uh, headaches to go along with having lots of employees. They're only making about $180,000 a year. And when I did the percentages on it, they're making about 7% profit from that company. And that in that space is normal. And if you were to, and that is a successful franchise. And if you were to go look at the dry cleaner, and you were to go look at all these other, you know, small independent entrepreneurial type businesses, their profit margins are tiny. This is the only industry out there that you can run it in your house. You only have to have a real estate license, um, and you can make three, four, six percent margins on uh, inventory that other people are paying for. So when you list a house, you're not having to carry, a, a, you know, pay interest on the inventory you're trying to sell. If you had a retail dress store, for example, and those things, the dresses were in inventory so you could sell them and you make, make your margins, you have to pay for that inventory. So you're losing, as long as things sit on the shelves longer, you're losing potential profit margin as you're covering the cost of usually borrowing the money to buy the product. In real estate, you don't have that problem. So that's just one of the many, many reasons why this is really a blessed industry. Don't think of it any other way. But Julie wrote down 10 great points, Julie. So what's your first point? All right, so point number one is to recognize that this is a temporary feeling. When you have those thoughts, real estate's trying to kill me, oh, it's so frustrating, I hate it, all that negativity, it's a temporary feeling. Usually these thoughts are caused by a tough closing, losing a listing, a difficult client relationship, or a rash of underqualified, difficult, or abusive prospects or clients. Not that that ever happens, right? <laughs> okay, so this too shall pass. That's something that you've got to recognize. It's not a lifestyle. It's a temporary situation. So when you embrace that, it, it stops you from thinking that this is going to be your life constantly and this is just how it's going to be. Recognize it's a temporary feeling. This too shall pass. So point number two, again, this is what to do when you have these feelings. Recognize that it's not real estate. It's toxic people and toxic situations that make you feel this way. The difficult real estate clients are also difficult in the bigger world. They cut you off on the freeway. They ditch you in line at the grocery store, and they sneeze in the elevator without covering their mouth. It's just who they are. Real estate has nothing to do with it. So when you generate more leads and you use better pre-qualification scripts, then you have higher quality transactions. You're probably not going to get rid of all of the toxic situations in people, but you can at least take some steps to mitigate that and drive that into very, very low numbers. I always joke with coaching clients when they have a situation like that, well, that was your one for the year. You got that over with. Let's make sure that we pre-qualify it out the rest of the year so that you don't have to deal with more. So it's not real estate, guys. Those are just people that act that way in all situations. 
I always think of, you know, they're the ones that won't sit down in the plane when the flight attendants are saying buckle up. They're the ones that pack their suitcase in spite of the fact that they were told not to carry that much. It's the same person. So point number three, understand that most times you'll be cured of these thoughts of I hate real estate or I can't take it anymore by simply taking a long weekend to fill your emotional cup back up. It's a temporary problem. You have a temporary solution and then you move on with it. So probably you're just feeling burnt out. Give yourself the gift of a long weekend. Does that make sense, Tim? Well, yeah, in the long walk in the woods or Take a breath. Yeah, take a breath. Read something, meditate. I mean, just do something. You have to you have to take care of yourself. It's the old thing like when you're getting Julie brought up a plane, right? So when you're sitting down on the plane and the, the steward or stewardess or whatever they're calling it, flight attendant, I think that's what they're called nowadays, when they're telling you about, you know, the event that we have to, you know, the masks pop out of the ceiling and whatever, whatever, remember they always tell you the same thing, right? Put your mask on first before you put the mask on the person next to you. So think about that. Why are they telling you that? Take care of yourself first. That's a little hidden lesson. Because you can't help the person next to you if you're the one that's starving for oxygen. So with that in mind, you have to schedule time for yourself. You have to um, essentially say, during this hour to this hour, I'm going to be swimming, or I'm going to be walking, or I'm going to be reading, or I'm going to be meditating, or I'm going to be doing something to essentially allow yourself to uh, walk away, albeit temporarily, from the stress, and reconnect with yourself, and that's really important. And if you don't have a disciplined approach to that, you will find magically that everybody is going to take your time because they're going to see that you know the, your family, your the real estate brokers, your sellers, your buyers, your this, your that, your other, right? They're all going to just basically fill the gap unless you say between this time and this. And we have did a lot of radio shows on your morning schedule. Go back and listen to those radio shows. At the archives of all of our past hundreds at this point radio shows on realestatecoachingradio.com, realestatecoachingradio.com. So anytime you just go back and listen to those, we did a lot of radio shows again on how to put together your morning schedule, um, suggestions on times and you know disciplines and all the rest of it. But Julie, what's the next point? Point number four is to surround yourself with agents who are doing more business than you are, but who also have strong mindsets and seem to be enjoying it. Stop listening to anyone negative. See, the, the agents that are really looking like they're just enjoying every transaction, probably they don't have that much more passion for it than you do. They just have better habits. They have better mindset management. They have surrounded themselves with agents doing more than they are themselves. They've actually taken an active part in managing this. So surround yourself with agents doing more and stop listening to anyone negative. It doesn't take long to get reinforcement on negative stuff. You have to make the effort to find positive. I don't know why that is in the world, but that's just the way it is. And, you know, we've talked a lot about managing your mindset. So again, listen to previous well, like, readers. Like, like attracts sure. like, right? Yeah. I mean, like attracts like. If you're, it, you know, it, it just makes sense. If you, the first thing you're doing when you're waking up in the morning is filling your head with depressing shit. You know, it might be in the fort coming in your email or the radio or something you read online. Yeah, or you're reading the newspaper or you're allowing all that. And then sure enough, you're hanging out with other people that have that same, you know, approach to their day. You're going to be basically bookending your life with negativity. There's no wonder why you haven't been able to accomplish more. It's because you're constantly surrounded by things that are literally designed to hold you down. If you guys are ever feeling like you have a, there's sort of like the secret hand that's trying to pull you down or the glass ceiling or there's lots of different ways of saying it, it doesn't exist, okay? There's no uh, overt attempt to keep you from becoming successful. The, 
the way it does manifest and the way it does, if you want to say exist, is when you do it to yourself. Because all the things that you guys do to limit your experience on this planet are self-imposed. Unless you're in jail, okay? Unless you're in some sort of, you know, environment which, hell, we might have 100,000 daily listeners. We might have some prisoners. I don't know. So, but, you know, it's possible. But the reality of it is, is unless you're in some environment where you literally can't control what you do, you are in total control. You can choose what you're going to do. You can choose what you're going to listen to. You can choose where you live. You can choose um, your friends. You can choose what you read, what enters in your mind. Okay, so don't think you're out of control. You are just choosing not to have control, and as a result, other things are controlling. That's the bottom line. That's it. So point number five is very closely related to that. Hey, Julie. Julie, you're out of range. Get closer. That's strange. I haven't moved. Okay, is this any better? Hopefully. Yes. Okay. So yes, point number five is very much related to what you were just talking about, and this is a challenge, right? Because it kind of makes you feel funny to have to do this. Point number five. Immediately cancel listings with sellers who don't have to sell if they're combative or abusive to you. They may be the cause. There might be one seller who's not motivated, who's driving you crazy, and that one person in that one listing is causing you to roam around your office saying things like, I hate real estate. So eliminate the problem, right? All right, so cancel listings with sellers who don't have to sell if they're combative or abusive. If you want the listing to sell more than the seller does, or you want the buyer to buy more than they want to, then you have a problem. Here's a quote from football coach Lou Holtz. Motivation is easy. Eliminate those who are unmotivated. That's right. So motivation is easy. Eliminate those who are unmotivated. In other words, basically eliminate the people in your life that are um, not uh, that are adversely affecting um, essentially the outcomes you're getting in your day. I mean, guys, that's really, really important. The people that you choose to allow to have an influence on your life are are really what we write. I have this written down on my dry erase board, and so does Julie in her office, right? Our goal of the radio show, what we really strive to do is educate you guys, motivate you. But you know what? The education, the motivation isn't worth a thing if you guys aren't getting into action. So education, motivation, getting you into action. That's the number one thing you've got to be focusing on. And the last point is the most important point. So oftentimes, and Julie's going to get to her next point, oftentimes people make the mistake of thinking that they need to somehow uh, get their motivation from ex- some external source. Okay, so they'll go to some rah-rah ceremony. They'll, go to, they'll read some motivational book. All those things can help. But the problem is ultimately if you're expecting that sort of outside influence to have the adrenal hit that results in you basically getting into action, it's never going to happen. Because what happens is if you don't follow up what comes from the motivation with action, you literally will fail. A lot of you guys who have uh, you know, been with us for you know, a couple decades, really, you guys will be familiar with this was back, I don't know, 10 years ago. There was this movie and this book and this almost this movement that started uh, called The Secret. Everybody talked about it. I mean, you know, I didn't, Julie and I didn't know about it because we don't really pay attention to popular culture, to be honest with you. But we started having coaching clients ask about it. So we watched the video and because we needed to know what the heck was being said in all this, and it all made sense. The one thing that The Secret lacked was the element of getting into action. So it is about manifesting. It is about basically setting an action, a plan that's going to get you what you want in life. It is about how you think. It is about your mindset. All those things are true. But it's also about your skill set. But most important, again, 
more important than all that other stuff is actually putting one foot in front of the other. And it's actually when you're a coaching client doing what your coach asks you, when you're a coaching client logging into Real Estate Coaching Essentials and watching all the training videos and actually learning your scripts and your objection handlers, learn how to be a professional listing agent. All these things require action. Um, so if you're not feeling motivated, if you're not feeling excited, if you're not feeling fill in, you know, whatever, you know, fill in the blank however you'd like to, you just right now aren't feeling like the way you want to feel. The simple thing for you to do, and it is simple, guys, is to request a free coaching call and then basically follow up with the actions that are necessary. And sometimes uh, the actions are very, very simple in terms of like essentially making some contacts. It's getting out of your house. It's actually going to appointments. It's uh, you know maybe going buying yourself a new outfit, getting your hair cut. Little things that you where you could start seeing yourself in action makes a huge psychological difference. Remember, guys, when you request a free coaching call, I should have mentioned this. I apologize. When you request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com, we give you two of our books for free, and you get a direct link to download them. One is Think and Grow Rich for, uh, you know, you guys have heard the book by Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. Well, we updated it for realtors, so you can get Think and Grow Rich for real estate. You get that one for free. And the other one is our book, The Real Estate Treasure Map. But you're going to find the recurring theme in both of those books is getting into action. Julie, what's the next point? Point number six is, speaking of getting into action, immediately commit to adding lead generation spokes to your wheel. When you generate more business, you don't have to tolerate the difficult, the testy, the unmotivated, and destructive types. So, again, get into action. Commit to actually adding lead generation. Add spokes to your wheel. If you've got old spokes that aren't working for you, stop banging your head into the wall, right? So I think we'll continue with this. Uh, tomorrow we're running out of time. Tim, back to you. We are. So, Julie, um, I mean, as if someone's feeling this way and you've had lots of coaches who are coaching their coaching clients, our coaching clients, to get beyond this, what do you think the appropriate amount of time for, <laughs> right? Because isn't that, that's a funny question. Uh, yes, that's a great question. Yes, because why? Why is it a great question? Because, Let's qualify it. Okay, so what they're not allowed to do is make this their theme song, make that's this right. their thing, right? This is the thing that's holding me back. You get like, you know, a day, day and a half, honestly. It's not a week, it's not a month, it's not a quarter or a year. You you know, give yourself a long weekend off. I guess from an afternoon to maybe a four-day weekend is what they get. And then we got to get cracking. And I think that when they follow these points, especially if they can get to the root of the source that made them start spinning in this negative vacuum. I I, always got a great book called Bug in a Vacuum. (laughs) <laughs> and it made me think of agents that get into this negative mindset. You're like a bug in a vacuum cleaner. So how to get out of the vacuum cleaner, isolate what the problem was, and start getting into action. Action is always the cure for no matter what ails you. And, you know, you and I used to joke in real estate, the, the answer is simple. It's always take more listings. I don't care what the issue is in real estate, take more listings. Take more good quality listings. How much better would you feel if you just took a listing today? Right. You know? How much better would you feel if you actually uh, maybe even called it for sale by owner or an unrepresented seller or your centers of influence and past clients or if you actually went on a listing appointment? Just seeing yourself in action. Um, you know, and Julie said getting at the root of it, Del, please don't understand or please understand what she's saying. She's not suggesting that you sit around and try to figure out how did I actually get into this downward spiral, what caused my feelings and what caused my thoughts. Don't do that. That is more inaction leading to guess what? More inaction. So get into action, create a plan, we can help you do it. It could be a simple plan. It doesn't have to be some big elaborate thing that takes you two weeks to fill out. 
and then the plan's going to be all designed around baby steps, things that you can see yourself doing every single day, you'll be proud of having accomplished. And then what happens is the feelings that you feel now that led to the inaction, they just evaporate. You literally don't even remember feeling those feelings because you become a person of action, not a person of inaction. And when you're in action, when you are actually doing stuff, when you're focused all your best efforts every day on being of service to others, of helping people, your mindset changes, your life changes, your everything changes, your momentum changes, your outlook on – the colors are a little bit brighter. I'm telling you guys, when you have your mindset, your mind tuned to the frequency that we're talking about, you will find that the world shifts for you. Um, and it is an incredible place to be. So if you don't like how you're feeling now, if you don't like – the results that you're getting now, understand that ultimately you are where you are because of you, okay? So if you don't like where you are, it's because of you, which means that's good. That's exciting because that means you can change it. So I strongly encourage you guys, if you need any help, please request a free coaching call at Free Coaching Calls for Agents, and we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.